In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One who loves us so much, even more than pizza. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, So there's a pizza place in my neighborhood. It's called Milano's Pizza. Milano's Pizza is amazing pizza. It is, in fact, almost kind of ironically amazing pizza because it's run by an Albanian guy. It's not run by a guy named Luigi or Mario. It is run by a guy named Adam with a Albanian last name that I will probably mispronounce, and so I'm just not even going to try. And the interesting thing is that since he's Albanian, he, he has kind of a, a Muslim background, and, and so it's the only pizza place that I've ever been to that has halal options in the menu. If you don't know what halal is, halal is, is the, the Muslim version of kosher. And for a place that deals in pepperoni, it's pretty amazing <laughs> that they have halal options on their menu. And the pizza is really pretty good, but if you want the pinnacle of the experience at Milano's, you have to not just order pizza, but you have to order the Milano Special. Which, track with me here, the Milano Special is New York-style pizza with a blend of cheeses and their amazing marinara pizza sauce. But then it starts to kind of get a little weird because then they put some extra garlic on there and then after that they put some Italian sausage on there and here's the real kicker they put broccoli on the pizza and so a bunch of you just you, you were like, oh yeah, that's, that's sounding pretty good. Maybe I'll go to Milano's for, for lunch. And if you do, uh, you know, um, definitely go there. We, we recommend it. It's a great place. Um, uh, and, um, but a lot of you were like, the broccoli on pizza thing, I'm out. And what I'm asking you to think about today is what just happened there. If you're one of those people that went, whoa, broccoli, uh uh-uh. I'm out. What happened there was that you have not experienced broccoli on pizza yet. And because you haven't experienced broccoli on pizza... It seems strange and foreign to you. It seems like something that you're not quite sure that you really want to go there. It's something that you're like, well, you know, Pastor Jay seems to, uh, you know, have some recommendations that at times, well, I'm not sure. Have you heard the things that he watches on TV? (laughs) And so maybe you're a little bit apprehensive because you haven't had the experience yet. Well, this morning's lessons are... 
all about. Some pretty amazing experiences, two pretty amazing experiences that are sort of juxtaposed right next to one another. First of all, we have that story from Ezekiel where God comes to Ezekiel and he says, prophesy to the bones, these dead bones that are lying on the ground, prophesy to them, which means preach to them, basically. And Ezekiel does that, and all of a sudden, pretty amazing things happen, and what was dead comes to life. And then you have Jesus learning that his friend Lazarus has passed away. He goes to the village of Bethany, and he goes out to the tomb, and he tells them, roll open the tomb. And he says, Lazarus, come out. And there's an amazing experience that happens there as Lazarus walks out of the tomb. And just like broccoli on pizza, we're not quite sure what to do with that. Because we haven't had that experience. We're not quite sure what it completely means to experience God's resurrecting power from the dead. Maybe unlike broccoli on pizza, we're willing to go there. We're willing to say, yeah, that sounds great. A resurrection sounds phenomenal because death doesn't sound great. But what do you really know about resurrection? What do you know about that experience that we all believe that if we believe in Christ, one day we will experience this amazing experience that goes way beyond broccoli on pizza and goes into bringing us into a new body that somehow has a connection with this body, but is now prepared to withstand the rigors of eternal life. How do we begin to wrap our minds around that? If you think about it, why would God even offer to do that for us? Why would God even offer to give us that experience of resurrection? Why would he even offer to give us a sort of picture of it in these readings? Why wouldn't he just kind of hold on to it and at the end of our lives say, Surprise! You're not going to be dead after all. You're going to race. I think a little bit of it is because he wants us to know today that we already have that promise. That we already have the promise that this is going to be good. And that that promise means something. 
Because quite honestly, this Christian life that leads up to that resurrection, at times we have questions about it. At times we're not really quite sure that we want to go through with those things that are set before us. At times it looks like we're ordering broccoli on pizza. When we say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to offer to pray for my neighbor or I'm going to go out there and I am going to do weird things where I help people just because I want to help people. That I'm going to come to church on a Sunday. That I'm going to sing songs. If you think about it, how weird is that? But we've gotten used to it. In fact, we've gotten so used to it, and we've even said that we like it, that we're even able to tell other people, hey, this is like broccoli on pizza. It's really weird, but you should try it. And at the end, here's the kicker. You get a dessert of eternal life. I think God gives us these things so that he can explain to us how he loves. Because how God loves is the very last thesis in this theology of the cross thing that we've been talking about. And so that last thesis goes like this. The love of God does not find but creates What is pleasing to it. The love of man comes into being through what is pleasing to it. So what's going on there is that Luther is saying that the way that we find out that we love something is that we have to try it. You can't just go, well, Pastor Jay says that broccoli on pizza is good. And so therefore, I know that I like broccoli on pizza. You just can't do that unless you've experienced it. You can take it on faith and you can say, hey, that is something that sounds like it might be pretty good, but I really kind of have to try it out myself. That's how we love as human beings. But God's love is a different kind of love. God's love is a creative love. God's love simply says, I am going to love this. And so there is no need for us to become lovable, which is such good news. God has said, I am going to create the love that I have for you. You don't have to be lovable. You don't have to be something that I'm going to order off of the menu. You simply have to be you. And I'm going to create the love. And to us, that sounds bananas. Bananas on pizza would be weird. But it sounds bananas. Because we're used to a world in which we have to become lovable to somebody else. Where the things that we love have to be lovable to somebody else. But God's world is a world in which He simply says, Love. And He loved us so much that He died on a cross. We're at the end of Lent. Next week starts Holy Week. 
a week where we get to see that love at work. A love that looks much stranger than broccoli on pizza. It looks like God dying on the cross. But we look at that and we say, that is love. Amen.